Louder with Crowder Studios, protected exclusively by Walther. And Hopper. And so it will be remembered on August 15th, 2019, by issue of legal decree, half-Asian lawyer Bill Richmond was to be a permanent fixture in third chair on Louder with Crowder. He's coming for you, the half-Asian arm of the law. When this is me, you took it better stop playing games. Half Asian boot, I will bring the pain. There's gonna be a lawsuit. He swears on his Asian mark. My club will never be dead and gone. If you cross and you know it's wrong, there's gonna be a lawsuit. Have the best in the world. Have is the best in the world. Tonight, he'll win this Clearing up my bad habit before we go on air. Uh, wow. Thank you so much for being here. We have Razor Fist on the show today. Oh, we're going to be talking nice. about the economy. Question of the day before we move on. Yep. Do you think we're uh, facing a recession? How much do you trust the uh, the uh, the speculators, the uh, predictors, the shamans, the <laughs> oracles on Wall Street? Yeah. And uh, who do you think would win in a fight between Chris Cuomo and Brian Stelter, out of curiosity? Ooh. Really, that's, oh, that's, that's code one. language. That's a dog whistle. <laughs> that's wow. a hard one. It's a dog whistle I for it. who's a bigger piece of crap. A uh, half-Asian yeah. lawyer, Bill Richmond, is in the studio with me. Hi, everybody. Yeah. How are you, Boom. sir? Wonderful. Yeah. Good. Glad to be here. You look more tan. You said you've been taking tennis lessons. I have. I have. I just get yelled at every day by a Russian Nice. Well, that makes sense because that. they're quite a bit more coordinated than your folks. Yeah. And we have true which quarter black Garrett. How what good dog? What, I don't know so, what that means. No, and G Morgan I'm, Jr. Yeah. still on the pain pills? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, still working. Well, let's combine that with the wine of the day. Wine of the day <laughs> is eternally silenced in honor of you. Would you? And YouTube. So, yes. Um, <laughs> no, this is for silencing you. So we are going to be talking about uh, Chris Cuomo. Obviously, he's been in the news. It's been a slow news week, oh, and yeah. now they're projecting another recession. Uh, Whatever. I don't really buy it. But no. before we get to that, uh, leading the news, President Donald Trump, this this was my favorite story of the it's week. Fun. Yeah. It's fun. President Donald Trump is said to have uh, a strange pen pal diplomacy with Prime Minister <laughs> Justin Trudeau. This comes from Axios. <laughs> Trump has sent highly unusual, sharply written notes to the Canadian Prime Minister at least twice. Huh. And uh, when those didn't get Prime Minister Trudeau's attention, apparently uh, our president got a little more creative. Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay, hey, Trudeau, Trudy, okay, hey, you haven't been liking my doodles, and I understand, frankly, you deserve something more special. Okay, I'm gonna give you something more special with a full painting, okay? Let's do a little Trudy, maybe in a little forest, okay? 
add that right here. I think I'm gonna add a nice little dick. And you know what, I don't think that's enough. I think, let's do another dick. Just another dick. And a dick. And a dick here. And with, listen, when you're drawing your dicks, okay, when I add the ball hairs, you could, it's easy, you could do them, you could do them straight. You could do them straight, you could do them curly, I do them curly. You know what though, I look at this, you still, you still look lowly, okay? Frankly, you could use a friend, so I'm gonna add a nice little Muhammad at the bottom right there. Nice little Muhammad. Look at that. We have Muhammad, the Prime Minister of Canada, and a forest full of friendly dicks. Just like you like it, okay? Until next time, keep making America great again. Happy painting and God bless. We figured we yeah. just wanted to clear the palette right on the outset. Wow. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to be near that forest. Yeah. No. Hold on. I don't hear any alarm bells. I think nope. we're fine, we're at least yeah. for the yeah. remainder yeah. Just the Jets. of this taping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and obviously, we're still watching the Jeffrey Epstein quote, suicide. We've mm, been uh, yeah. we've been following yeah. this, so Big I don't time. really know what there is to follow. <laughs> There's not that much to follow. Yes! A new report, though, claims that the two guards uh, who were supposed to be watching Epstein fell asleep <laughs> oh, and then falsified job. the record. This comes from the New York Times, so it's Seriously. real news. The guards were supposed to check in on him every 30 minutes, but instead they took a nap for three hours. Mm. Highest profile <laughs> Jealous. prisoner. Come on. Yes. Yeah, they took right. a nap for three hours. America's most valuable prisoner was free to kill himself because two federal employees didn't read the tortoise and the hare. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, awesome. get pace yourself. I, I, this is, I, did you ever read Aesop Fable? Did you ever read the tortoise yeah, and the hare? Yeah, I remember as a kid yeah, being taught did. that my teacher was like, do you remember the lesson of that story? The, the moral? The word so, hare yeah. doesn't have an eye in it. <laughs> that's true. That's also true. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, a different Slow lesson. and steady wins the race. That's right. But as a kid yes. thinking, that can't be the real, no, the real more of the story is if I you're in the middle of a heated school. race, but don't take a nap. <laughs> it's very easy. Yeah. Right, who made this a brilliant part of the hare's running strategy? <laughs> Imagine if, if Nobody he, gets cocky enough to take ESPN a nap. ESPN back then interviewing him, like, well, I don't know, what do you think went wrong, Mr. Hare? I don't know, the tortoise was just a better guy today. Better man, hats <laughs> off to him. But yeah. Ooh, looking back around prepared. that second term, I... Could have done without the four hours of REM sleep. <laughs> exactly. And look, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but uh, we took a nap. Yeah. That sounds way... That's a little, a little, I yeah. mean, seriously, there's there's just too much here. I know. I mean, it almost sounds too dumb to be... I know. Yeah. Not It's true. like a bad B movie where it's like, oh, we fell asleep for three hours. No, come on. That no, you the, the lady who lived in the shoe was just a slut. She was a total and complete slut. How, right. Once was a lady who lived in the shoe. How do you have so many kids that you don't know what to do? <laughs> Her husband died. Here's you a hint. Know? Use a rubber. That's a jumping off oh, point, shoe lady. Oh. All right. She just regretted so, them after they were born. Yes. Mean. That's, so That's the progressive version. She was Asian. There once was a lady who lived in a shoe who mm. lived with eternal regret because of her myriad abortions. The story uh, <laughs> broke today. Yeah. This next wow. story. Different Ow. children's story. Okay. Congresswoman Ilan Omar and, of course, Rashida Tlaib, who has uh, blocked me. Oh, uh, on, which I think is actually illegal, half-Asian so. lawyer Bill Richmond. Yeah, there's actually some problems with that on the law <laughs> when you're uh, a public, you know, oh, really? public official. Yeah, oh, nice. You can't yeah. do it. And I don't even think I've ever tweeted no. her. So she must have gone out of her way to block me. Nice. She sought you out. Yeah. She knows who you are. Well, she is from Dearborn. Um, <laughs> this comes from Nidiyite Netanyahu stated that Israel's law prohibits the entry of people who call an operate to boycott Israel, okay. uh, of which both women actively promote. Yeah. So really, this shouldn't be shocking to anybody. Hello, Steven, are you in there? I already told you, Omar, you can't come in the oh, studio. Why mm -mm. not? Because you're just going to get on the show and tell people not to watch the show. I don't... Oh. Yeah, and you support Hezbollah. Hezbollah? All right, you're not allowed in here, Omar. Nope. And by oh. the way, if, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, their itinerary, I think, read Palestine. Oh, really? From Omar. It didn't even mention Israel. <laughs> so no. why don't you just lobby Palestine to give you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, uh, you know, just get them whatever. to give you your papers. Yeah, no problem. They'll let you in. And the entire article basically was blaming Trump for smearing them with their tweets. And by the way, it mentioned nothing that these two said, their anti-Israel rhetoric and anti-Jewish rhetoric at all. Said well, but, nothing but, about I, that. But I've just looked, that they're congresswomen that deserve entry. I've looked everywhere. I mean, on CNN, on HuffPo, on WAPO. I haven't seen a single anti-Israel statement by either of them. Oh, For that, yeah. you would have to go oh. to her Twitter, but blocked. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to read all the other news out there. Did you uh, Did you block Hezbollah? Hezbollah! <laughs>
They're so Best friendly. friends? No. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the squad, by the way, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has a, this week she picked a fight with Barstool Sports. This oh, was all over. The congresswoman responded to anti-union tweets from Barstool's fan. This comes from Fox News, yeah. calling them illegal and directing Barstool employees to the AFL-CIO <laughs> with the CEO of Barstool Sports <laughs> responding with, quote, show us your t Oh. Wow. Yeah. We also have this Photoshop because Smooth Manny, who worked here, uh, didn't, uh, he didn't, we wanted to put this up. I don't know what this is exactly, but he follows Barstool Sports. So for yeah, people listening so, terrestrially, wow. maybe you can make sense of that. It's got to be some sense. Treasure, <laughs> treasure map. Was that national treasure? I know it. Yes. Nick, like, yeah, on the bottom of this Nick big Hinch. gulp is a uh, coded language from Benjamin Franklin. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, knew? Amazing. <laughs> Behind my Monopoly piece. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's where Nicolas Cage will find his non-direct-to-DVD sales. Is there still direct-to-DVD? Oh, nice. or what, what is the equivalent to direct-to-DVD anymore? Digital. Uh, digital. Most Netflix movies. Um, oh. AOC, by the way, didn't miss a beat. She jumped in, made a fool of herself. This guy's probably joking anyway. A lot of times he pokes fun at serious stories. In the news? And well, she, she jumps responded in like to it's him, real. Unsurprisingly, uh, referring to his tweet as racist. Oh, of course. So in entertainment oh. news, uh, actor <laughs> and singer Jared, Jared Leto? 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 Jared Leto. Leto. You know, you know because you're into the comic books. Nope. I uh, took to Instagram this week to show off his six-pack abs. Oh, come on. You can check it out in the current issue of Gerald sure. Morgan's browser history. <gasps> that said something else earlier. Dead gummit. Oh. I said don't explain the jokes. Oh. <laughs> I didn't explain anything. There was, actually, there was a website. It wasn't an explanation. Well, come on. When you're in this, when you are in this studio, come on, you can confirm this half Asian bill. What? We have to fix your computer from seizing up from all the naked gay pictures on That's there. That's not true. Yeah, at all. it is. It's just dung, 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 dung. I'm like, what is that sound? What it's are you playing true, the bongos? Not By the gay. way, I did I did I had a friend uh, uh, I had a not friend let you keep talking. who was <laughs> stop. <laughs> I had a friend who was eight. Maybe he was, I don't know if he was special, but he was deaf in uh, high school. And there was a website. Do you guys remember this website? It was like, it was, we're going to have to bleep it. It was f***.com. What? No. <laughs> why what? would I know that? So, uh, well, the reason yeah. why was it was just a website that you would send no. to people. And it was just nothing but gay pop-ups, gay pop-ups. And I remember saying this to my friend <laughs> in high school. And I was on MSN Messenger. We didn't use AOL. Sorry, we used yeah. I should. I should have said MSN. MSN on, sucks to begin with. Yes. Uh, laying the groundwork here. AOL and AIM. I was talking with him, and I said, like, oh, yeah, it's a place where you get video game cheats. He's like, oh, my God, that sounds so cool. I said, yeah, here you go. It's Here's the link. I remember just sending that little blue highlight link. F***.com. <laughs> <laughs> and then no response. Huh. So I went on my merry way. I thought, well, okay, I guess it didn't work. 20 minutes later, uh, I just get a window pop-up. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Steven, you broke my computer. You broke my computer. <laughs> My mom goes see. And so what's so that funny to is me awesome. is that he was trying to swim through the sea of pop-ups to find my conversation window. <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> Sheer panic. It's a close, uh, close, close, close. I did, that, I did that with somebody. I sent them to Penn Island. What's Penn Island? Oh, I don't Just want to Just think know. about it. Similar thing? Penn Island. Penis land. Oh, I thought ah, we were talking about Jeff Epstein's You island. made me explain oh. the joke. By the way, you might you want to wipe me. yourself from his call logs. Uh, nope. Sticking. No, no, he's on the flight log. Yes, he's Did on the flight manifest. Happen. Sticking uh, with entertainment, Leonardo DiCaprio, when asked about his favorite Mexican food, he responded that Whoa. he is, uh, quote, a pupusa man. The oh. problem is that pupusas come from El Salvador. Whoops. So put that under <laughs> affected elitist jackass. DiCaprio, though, was so embarrassed <laughs> by the blunder that he just had sex with a bunch of models. Yeah, so yeah, he, that's, he, that's he, how he made up for it. He's a great him. actor. He gets a pass. He's good. No, he doesn't that's get a pass. He's a great me. actor, of course. Why not? No. Papusa. Pretty sure there's an underground sex We've ring, and he's a part mistake. of it. In England, uh, the UK government, Man. this was my favorite story of the week. I'll explain just, why afterwards. They introduced knife-free boxes <laughs> of fried chicken aimed to yeah. reduce violent crime. Mm -hmm. This comes from more than... 321,000 boxes have been distributed to 210 restaurants in England with stories of people who have chosen, so on the box, to pursue positive activities <laughs> instead of carrying a knife. Of course, there's oh been outrage gosh. on all sides uh, with, uh, you'll pry this from my cold, dead fingers response coming from this Rambo chicken. He was not yeah. wow. none too happy. <laughs> What's so funny about this oh is a true, what, I was peeing myself laughing. Yeah. Because we've often said, like, what's next? Knife control? We're like, oh, don't yeah. be absurd. Yeah. And what, what made me Box laugh control. so hard was after I read this story, I said, that's so absurd. Yeah. And then I saw the outrage it's on Twitter. Real. The outrage was of a man from the UK who saw it as racist. <laughs> because he said, why are they seeking out? You can go follow us on Twitter. We wrote about it at the website. No. He was saying, why would you seek out fried chicken? This is racial. <laughs> this is profiling discrimination. So you are not, no longer allowed to have butter knives with your fried chicken. 
and you have basically relinquished all freedoms. Speech is long gone. Firearms long gone. Now knives are on the docket, and yep. you're mad because you think it's a race thing. <laughs> Europe has fallen. Yeah, good job, good <laughs> yes, job, guys. I, I was just—it's oh just no one asked the most important question here. Who's using a knife for fried chicken? Yeah, I was no, just no, 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 no. The it. boxes don't have knives. What it's talking about is stories that encourage people not to carry knives. That's no, it's that's both. Stupid. No, it's no, it's, it's both. not. It it's is both. I read the freaking article. I, no, you didn't. I did the you research. You were probably high. Steven, have you You've been, been invited in? Don't make me stand on this chair. Aggressive. But what what I love though is in the stories they were saying, yeah, people have chosen to pursue boxing and music instead of carrying knives. How does that relate at all? Weird. I don't even know. Boxing and music. Yeah. Or I don't know how boxing and music where you can't sing kung fu fighting unless you're Asian. You you can can still do those things while carrying a knife. I by the way, I am never without a knife. It's like people these are stories from people who decided to make more positive life decisions. Well, what could be more positive than being prepared? Exactly, yeah. right? I think They're pretty saying, much every, don't be prepared. Like, that's at all. another question today. What's in your everyday carry? This is something that's pretty common. You know, for yeah. me, a knife is always in there. Usually a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. But people, people will say, like, well, we're not talking about Swiss Army knives here in uh, the UK. Well, hold on a second. We didn't think you were going to get to knife control at all. <laughs> we're not even we thinking about it. Was a joke. Everyone said it'll you? never happen. Yeah, it They'll never want to take away all the no knives. Way. Now we're supposed to believe that you stop with locking blades? This is terrible. I hate the UK. UK has fallen too. You can keep it. That's why we left. Uh, finally, speaking of the UK, British Member of Parliament uh, called for an all-female emergency cabinet. This oh. comes from the BBC. Caroline Lucas asked females from all parties to join her in stopping a no-deal Brexit, claiming that, quote, <laughs> women tend to be less tribal. Hmm. Except when their cycles sync up. Am I right? Ouch. Oh, no. <laughs> I've, been watching, I've been reading Barstool Sports. Yes. Yes. Very informative. Too much. Clearly. There's Just a little permeation. A little bit. And actually, bit. I believe the newly formed Shadow Cabinet uh, is holding a press conference oh. as we speak. That's good. Women are wow. vicious. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I would much, much rather be vicious. in a fight with a man than a woman. In yes. The street, they just try to maim each other. Well, then you can't do anything in return. Like, if you win, you No, lose. I'm not talking about as a man, even <laughs> as a woman. Gerald's like, every time. I never just <laughs> yeah. I can't. I mean, you can't. Even I if you win, swing, you and totally. Then you like, can't. You just got to uh, take it. You totally like, misread my statement yeah, there. Yeah, sorry about that. And revealed know. yourself to be a lady beater. Freud. No. I'm saying you can't do that. At least with a fight between two guys, you're going to walk away. Maybe you have a few bruises. You know, maybe you have a broken femur if the guy's a Muay Thai fighter. I have no idea. But with women, you're You've basically been scalped. Your weave is somewhere on the court. How'd you let her close enough to scalp you? You pansy, come on. Have you ever watched a female fight? He's not understanding here. I'm talking about hypothetical women versus women, and he's like, you're a man, because in his world, he beats women. He thinks it's okay. No. So last no. week's trivia winner it's was Rob Peters. on the defense of this whole episode. No, because he's on drugs. No. He's on drugs. <laughs> That's what a person no, on drugs I can see the say. twinkle in your eye from here. No. <laughs> wow. He severely hurt his back, and so he's been on, uh, was it Norco? A little bit. Re- <laughs> a lot of it. This is not a joke. It's a bit of a cocktail. It reminds me of that lady who screamed right after the, uh, you know, the inauguration and yeah. the cloud with the glasses. No. 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 Yeah, it's true, bro. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is your Colorado lawyer. This is my lawyer. Yeah, it's true, bro. Exactly, man. It was. Not guilty, bro. <laughs> Yeah, You're like I've tried. I, I object, Holmes. Holmes, that's gosh, you really wow. want to lose in front of wow. a court. That's <laughs> last week's trivia winner, by the way, was Rob Pierce. Rob underscore zero Pierce, who uh, correctly identified which celebrity appeared naked in a hot tub uh, with this photo. So good for him. He won. Uh, it's not hard. It's scarred in his. Let's yeah. talk about this really quickly Seared. before we move on to Chris Cuomo. Um, right now, there's a recession panic. This has been trending all week. Yeah. Have you guys been following this? Yeah, yeah. it's it's about time yeah, in the supposedly. new cycle for that to happen again. Um, right. You know, yeah. just for they put it on like, the calendar. And, and I don't even really <laughs> yeah, want to get into it time. because we might do this on Monday where we get into the numbers a little bit more, yeah. do a deep dive as they call it. Now that's the trend we've been calling the meat segments for a very long time. But consi- yeah. I, I, we'll do it Monday if the news cycle stays on it. I think right. that it's been a very slow news week, and so like you know what, let's just yeah. predict another recession. Well. Yeah. Going down 800 points is a big deal, but whatever. Yeah, it's a big deal, but it, you know they've been predicting a recession. They, remember when they yeah. claimed that uh, we would the, the market would crash? They claimed as soon oh, as course. Donald Trump became president, yeah. they claimed that it would crash. And then remember they were going, oh, 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 oh he thinks four percent growth. <laughs> 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 well, 
Oops. What do yeah. we do now? And this is all based on the inverted yield curve, by yeah. the way, for people who don't know. And then really all that means is a three months effectively a loan to the government. We're using the term loan. People are going to talk about yeah, yeah. bonds versus mm -hmm. bills and notes. It, it, it is worth more than, than a long-term one. It's not yeah. an accurate predictor. This is something, if you just need to know one thing, it's only happened about nine times, so it's a tiny sample size. Right. And many of those times it was a false alarm. Other times the recession occurred 30 months later. So did one <laughs> cause the other. And by the way, if these people could accurately predict when a recession was coming, they would be wealthy beyond all recognition yeah, because yeah. they could place that bet in the yeah. marketplace and it would be reflected on their balance sheets. Yeah. They never do. No, and since Trump was uh, sworn into office to today, even including those big dumps, it's like up 28%. Right. We're still up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> We're just you giving know, back some of the gains. And you know what you'll never hear about is the guys who actually do put their money where their mouth is actually did predict and then short the market yeah. and then lost their shirts <laughs> right, and are exactly. in hiding in Saskatchewan. I mean, that's yeah, just Yeah, they like lost billions of dollars. You're never going to hear about those guys when they were wrong, 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 wrong. It was Epstein. Well, how do you, how do you, how do you, the, the whole point, right, is they're supposed to be able to help you with their predictions. That's really yeah. the reason for their job, these speculators. Right. But if we go, oh, hold on a second, they're make, you're predicting a recession. Has a 20% chance, 30% chance there isn't one at all. Yeah. And then it could be anywhere from eight months to 30 plus. What? <laughs> How um, do you plan who for that? That's a small that margin. Bet? No. And this is, this is because this is also something I think pretty important. While the left tries to act like they're the party of you, you know, Bernie Sanders, and we hate Wall Street. Remember, the Tea Party was started, it was a rant from Santelli, who was talking about this from the trading room floor about bailing out banks yeah. and how we were against it, and then Occupy Wall Street tried tr try to ride in on these coattails, okay? It, this tells you right now, they look at unemployment, record low. Right? They look yeah. at job participation, record high. They look at unfilled jobs right now because there's a job surplus. They ignore that and say, hold on a second, what are the speculators on Wall Street saying? That's all that matters. Yeah. What, yeah. what they use as a litmus test for the economy is not how well most Americans are doing, but what are the predictions? What is, what is the market? What's Wall Street telling them? And then they try and say that they're one of you. So just remember that one. When they're living up on Wall Street, they're shitting Detroit down. That song, oh and they play it at their stupid little yeah. rallies when Bernie up, when he shows up in Detroit. <laughs> showing up in his crazy clown car for all I know. Listen, they don't care. They couldn't yeah. care less about it. And by the way, they should shut both of those things down. Shut, don't bail out anyone on Wall Street. Don't bail out GM. How about that? There you go. Yeah, yeah I'm mm. absolutely with you. And by the way, I don't know why we have this expectation that there's never going to be difficulty in the market. One, it's an international market. Things that happen overseas can affect our market. There's nothing that we can do about it. And yep. two, you've been dealing with a country, China, who's been floating, or not floating their currency, they've been manipulating it for years, and it's been killing us, and now they're pissed off that we're going after them. There's going to be some bloodshed on this. Yeah. Just deal with there it, and going you're going to be, be better off long-term. Yes. Anyway. That being said, Donald Trump was trying to take credit for the economy. And I think that there are, yeah. there, it's pretty pretty tangible, right? You can look at a correlation where you go, okay, and I can say this as a business owner, hold on, businesses have more money because of the tax cuts, we yeah. hire more people. We're doing that. You can still apply right now. Yeah. Lotterspetter.com, we still have the yeah. golden ticket sweepstakes. Do it. It's a, there's a pretty Open. concrete... Uh, causation there, yeah. as opposed to correlation. That's simple to follow, but then when you get into the Federal Reserve and you get into interest rates, yeah. predicting these things in the international markets, it's very unpredictable, yeah. it's very difficult, and so when people go out there and they try and blame it or give all credit to one person, listen, I think Donald Trump is playing a dangerous game too, because if you take credit, then you have to take the blame. blame yeah, yeah, exactly. But hopefully we, we see look, a little small dip, and then next year in the election cycle, pick up tick, he wins. Right at the right moment. <laughs> exactly. That'd be great. If I, he was brilliant and playing chess, you know, on I, 10 levels, then fine. I, I think uh, there's there has to be a reality that when it comes to the desperation of the other side in the coming election, there will be a lot of things that will be done to oh, try yeah. and destabilize the, the, the positive signs that have happened yeah. to the economy yeah. because there really is no downside, right? right I mean, right. if you're desperate to win an election, you're desperate to kind of countervail the positivity and the economic, specifically the economic positivity of Trump, you're going to do some crazy things. And a lot yeah. of, you know, kind of commentators out there and talking heads who actually have been in the places that matter in government related to this are saying, wait till later in this fall, wait till early in the spring, and that's when you'll really start to see the, oh, yeah. see the games coming out. By the way, Bill Maher said that he hoped we had a recession. I don't know people yeah. know that. He said, oh, it'll be hard yeah. for some people, but it's really, it'll be better it's overall. For the yeah, he does hate the America. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want us to have a recession when Barack Obama was president. Yeah. And I don't, beyond politics, I don't want us to have any kind of recession. I don't yeah. want to see people lose their jobs. And no, that being said, no. I know people say, well, is that hypocritical because you said we shouldn't bail out GM? No, I don't want people to lose their jobs, honestly. Put it yeah. that way. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're working yeah. for a company, you're 
costing the company 132000 plus per year in salary and bennies and dental and LASIK eye surgery. And the company says, oh, you know what? No one wants to buy our crappy cars. You don't deserve that job. Sorry, yep. that's how it works. That being said, I don't want to see a recession. Okay. All right. Let's talk about something that's more cheery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll get into it Monday. I, I predict that by Monday, people are going to move on to something else. Because yeah. when it's a slow news week, they go, recession, just like when Donald Trump was becoming president. Yeah. Oh, pretty much. We're going to see if, a crash. If we end the week good, we'll be fine. Yeah. If we end the week well. Well. Apparently, the Dang Biden it. hasn't helped your language. Language. Wow, not even from this country. I know. <laughs> so for people who, do, obviously you've been we following this, but we didn't have time to get into this because Epstein happened earlier in the week. Uh, Chris Cuomo was recently pro, uh, approached a restaurant. The Fredo thing, let me refresh your memory. Oh, punk ass from the right call me Fredo. They use it as an Italian aspersion. Any of you Italian? Don't you love how he turns up the Goomba? Yeah. It's an insult to your people, hey! Forget about it! Mama's a pizza pie! He's a big tough guy. La Fangul! Tough guy. That's the moment where he was really trying to perpetuate the negative Italian stereotype and went too far. And you can see him look at the camera like, I'm going to throw you down the stairs. And oh, crap. I'm just one step shy of saying I'm going to crowbar your kneecaps. And he's sitting there just like. what a punk. Yeah, well, as he says, punk. Yeah. There you go. That's find it funny when he asked that rhetorical question. Like, why yeah. would you do that when you're trying to fight somebody? Like, either, this, I'm a believer in just either fights. If you're going to or fight, don't. E strike or don't. <laughs> but don't ask rhetorical questions. What if I called you punk bitch, huh? How do you feel? Just punch him. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, that's the worst yeah. thing. Even if it, just say punk bitch and boom, throw, you know, throw one. Throw yeah. your overhand. I don't care. Just throw a Russian it. casting punch for all. But you're asking, are you expecting an actual answer? How about I throw you down the flight of stairs? Yep. Answer me! I wouldn't like that. I'm no, not. Right. Yes or no. I, uh, I object. Please don't. <laughs> but by the way, did you see when the guy stepped in between him, he really turned it up a little bit? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. wreck oh, your yeah. You know, it's like, all right, make sure you stand in between us, right? So I don't actually have to do Hold anything. me back, man. Hold me back. Hold me <laughs> yeah. back. And I love it when people And don't. I think the guy who called him Fredo, if he was, in fact, and we're hearing reports that maybe he wasn't with his wife and kid. I, listen, I think there's a ceasefire when you're out in public and you yeah. shouldn't be berating somebody. I think the guy who did it was a dick and yeah, trying to set cool. him up. That being said, he, of course, Chris Cuomo, should be able to allow cooler heads to prevail. So uh, that's why it's time for this month's installment of What a Piece of So today, um, <laughs> top five reasons <laughs> half, Asian Bill, uh, half Asian lawyer Bill Richmond's monitor is broken. So he's leaning oh, over no. looking yeah, at the I big gotta, monitor. Yeah, I gotta look all the way over the side. Uh, Everybody, don't we, worry. We're supposed to do five, but we actually had seven, and we oh. said, well, and then we just rounded it down to six. I don't know why. So uh, number of man. Number six. This is it, we we have video uh, videographic evidence for all this. Chris Cuomo said that Nathan Phillips, remember the uh, the meth quest guy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he actually said on air that Nathan Phillips wanted to defuse the situation by banging the drum in the Covington kid's face, what? and the kid made the wrong decision by standing and smiling. So this is how he frames no. it in, and he wants you to think that, my God, he's an actual journalist. Nathan Phillips apparently wanted to defuse the tension, and he walked up to do exactly that. And surely the kid, Nick Sandman, he doesn't seem to be afraid, but he did make a choice, and that was to make it into a standoff. That was not a good choice. What? Was it legal? Sure. That's not my test. And it shouldn't be the test. <laughs> that kid showed great what shit. I know, man. Is it Come legal? On. Sure. But that's not my test. <laughs> but don't take you my know word me. I don't have to tell you twice. He stood there. No, you know what? You need to tell us many times. What yeah. is your test, Chris Cuomo? Well, if you need to ask, you're not ready. You're not yet ready to hear. What? Well, what are you, some <laughs> fake Goomba, Mr. Miyagi, you piece of shit? <laughs> Wax on. That's awesome. By the way, it's not only legal, he was in the right. Yes. The guy effectively assaulted yeah. him. And this is what's so important to me is, is Chris Cuomo really does, if you, if you see him on Twitter, he claims to be a journalist. He doesn't, he, he acts face. as though there is no kind of bias. This is what's insane to me. I don't have a problem if you're right or if you're left. Just yeah. don't lie Ad to me. Admit yeah. it. Own it. All right. Let's go to reason number five. Uh, I think we have a video of this one where he claimed that America first and the term nationalist, these terms are actually phrases equivalent to, not they're bad, not they might be dog no. whistles, yeah. 
concentration camps. <laughs> One point of pushback before I get to you, Angela. You did not have similar problems with the phrase America first, which is equally stained, mm. or the word stained? nationalist, no. which is equally stained. No, yes, as a matter <laughs> of fact. <laughs> I totally disagree that it's a stained word. As a matter of fact, you I may, think it's a problem word. American now. Uh, well, no, I'm not wrong. You, you don't get to define what nationalism yes, means I for do. me. I do. I love it. Wow. Oh. CNN yeah. must watch it. Wow. Their, 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 their credibility hangs in the balance from a from an anchor who can be fooled by basic opposite day reverse psychology. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 yes, yes, peace. no, yes. I'm gonna go with yes. Dead gummit. What habit season? What a piece of <laughs> Not only does he say that it's equivalent to concentration camps, when a guy responds perfectly reasonably, yeah. he's like, no, not at all. Yes, at all. Yes, all. <laughs> at all. all. I mean, a fairly <laughs> yes. certain basic argument would tell you that Chris, American Heritage Dictionary, Oxford, Webster's, doesn't get to define the words, but if that's no. all he's got, I mean, is no, no he one? does. No, he does. Oh. Yes. He, defined them. he defines no. them. He, he yeah, defines them. For you. I'm gonna go with does. He does. <laughs> what is it with him does. and AOC and concentration camps? Like, how is nobody raking them over the coals for that stuff? Yeah. Well, they just you get know, a pass. You get like, a pass. I just wonder what, Zuck, what Zucker is saying there when he's sitting in his office yeah. in his leather recliner. He's like, oh, Chris. son of a gun. <laughs> again, again. Chris, how will I take over the human planet? If it weren't the for the human planet is express the with your father. All right. Uh, reason <laughs> number four. I, you know, I should set this up. I just think we'll let the clip do the talking. Yeah. He actually thinks that, remember how Donald Trump got all kinds of flack for saying, you know, I'm not talking about the white supremacists or the white nationalists. They should absolutely be condemned totally. But then he talked about the people who are the person yeah, who people later. on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, if you watch more of the context, and we can't provide you with all the context because we don't have that much time, uh, <laughs> let's just show the clip. Chris Cuomo, I mean, he thinks Antifa is, is, is right. Talk about Antifa, I've watched them in the streets protesting in different situations, okay? There are certainly aspects of them that are true to a cause. That is a good cause. They want huh? social justice. They want whatever they want in that context. <laughs> Do what? What context? <laughs> what? They want whatever they want in what, that context. And, and well, what, what context? What? Social justice. Well, what does that even mean? Yes! Antifa. <laughs> yes, yes, no. Yes. Change but, at the end of a bat. By the way, did you see, he also <laughs> tweeted out a meme suggesting that D-Day soldiers and Antifa were one and the same. Wow. No. Let's not forget. Oh, Dude. my gosh. Not cool, bro. Let's what not forget, hell? okay? If you forget, it's an insult to your people. I'll wreck you. <laughs> I will wreck you I don't if you think, forget. I don't think that's an insult to my people at all. No, it's not. Yes, no, no. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is an insult. <laughs> don't try to confuse me. Thought oh you were gonna gosh. pass one. Thought you were gonna pull the wool over the eyes of old Chris so Cuomo. Huh? Some nice stairs you got there. No. Shame it's somewhere to fall down them. <laughs> what is it? The stairs? I mean, I don't. There's know. not even stairs behind me, sir. He, what are you was talking he in about? A tent he was in a tent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where, I didn't oh. know tents had stairs. Tented stairs. You would have it. to build stairs to then yes. break. Like, who are you, Wreck It Ralph? <laughs> Give me a minute, and I will throw you down these self-made stairs. By the way, while we're mocking other people who claim to be journalists, I'm not one. So hit the notification <laughs> bell if you're subscribed, because apparently that doesn't mean a whole lot. Join my club, Lotto Slash mug club. You get all kinds of additional content, including more content with my half Asian lawyer, Bill Richmond. Yeah. Uh, subscribe on iTunes and Crowder Bits on YouTube where Ooh, we upload other clips. Yeah. Uh, here's another another example. Um, Cuomo, actually, we don't have the clip. It's a clip and then his yeah. Twitter. He mocks oh. effectively a rape victim yes. for uh, who had a gun to defend herself and her children. She cut an ad for the NRA. Here you go. I knew I was going to die, and there was nothing I could do. Now I'm a mother of two. And if that predator or anyone else tries to harm me or my family, they have to come through my firearm first. And then Chris Nothing Cuomo wrong. responded with, uh, only in America, responding to that video. Yes. Yes. Isn't Thank that a good God. thing? Correct. As we, opposed to the UK, <laughs> what, she should be throwing chicken strips because she can't even have a yeah. butter knife? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. She got raped. Uh, she can defend herself now. That's a bad thing. When we talk yes. about, you know, you talk about social justice, you talk about equality, you just talk about it in the Antifa clip, you know, they punch random passers-by at will yeah. in the face. Yeah. How about equality for women being able to protect themselves? Yes. The only thing that can allow a woman to be stronger than a man there you go. is a gun. Yeah. But none of this is based on, nothing Cuomo says is ever based on verifiable evidence or truth. From Russia to the idea that women shouldn't be able to have a gun. And this is yes. one of those tropes that try out, like, you're actually, uh, you're actually worse off just for having a gun in the house. No, you're no, not. No, that is not true at <laughs> no, all. No. It is immediately debunked by simply looking at the defensive uses of firearms in the country every year. It's that it simple. Yeah. Uh, all right, any thoughts on this? No? It sucks. No, it's, yeah, it's all right. I'm just mad. Let's move to reason number two. Uh, <laughs> this was one that's pretty, I mean, this is particularly sh for even in the realm of peace yeah. segments. At least Chris Cuomo, he's got the, he's, you know, he's got, he's not as, 
He's not as offensively unattractive as Brian Stelter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Like, I get but. the Chris Cuomo, the nepotism thing. Yeah. But Brian Stelter, I... I mean, is, can someone explain it to me in the yeah. comment section? I'm also still not convinced that he's straight. Um, so anyway, Cuomo Debatable. did say, this was something else, he said that uh, offering thoughts and prayers was uh, the equivalent to mocking mass Jeez. shooting victims. The world? And then it gets even, if you think, well, that's pretty rough for a journalist, <laughs> right. it gets even worse. Here you go. The only consensus there is, is in a canard. And here it is. Canard? First, You're I would canard. like to offer my thoughts and prayers. Because that's what you do when you offer thoughts and prayers seriously you mock those who lost loved ones what would it take how about a stadium full of children of the most influential people in our society all holding puppies what if they were all shot and killed would we act oh don't be ridiculous to suggest something like is it is it ridiculous oh my gosh no no wait yes yes it yes. is ridiculous <laughs> yes it is wait wow Sorry, Son Cuomo. Uh, you made it too easy for me. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> how in the world does he get away with mocking? It's equivalent to mocking for people for thoughts and prayers, yeah. as opposed to what you're going to do, Chris Cuomo. What, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, I'll uh, support uh, the assault weapon ban. Oh, so you'll send your thoughts to your representatives yeah. to support a piece of legislation that makes a gun like this illegal and legal, legal, illegal, legal, illegal. <laughs> Everything else is the oh, same. Let's just call so in it other it words, is. someone's prayers to the higher power that most people on planet Earth believe in right. is more silly than you hoping, wishing, and loving, and hoping, and being a piece of <laughs> in your mind, <laughs> wow. hoping that uh, someone signs a bill that won't be effective yeah, at all. And absolutely. by the way, when he talks about people in a stadium with puppies and we shot, I don't know, talk about a non sequitur, but yeah. this is not in the mind of a crazy piece of but he says, imagine the most influential people in the world. Yeah. Well, hold on. That's not, yeah. I mean, that's not the crux of this no. story here, this hypothetical. Right. It's shooting the puppies. I don't care if Podesta's holding them. <laughs> I don't get it. Podesta's Why? kids. I don't understand. The kids of the, the most kids. influential people. None of what he said there makes any sense at all. It doesn't. Not at all. Even if you don't believe in a higher power, somebody praying is about the most that somebody that's removed by a thousand miles can do. Yeah. Right? But th th you should just be like, I mean, okay, well, good. He wants sweeping gun legislation. No, he wants to get all guns. He wants to take away your Second Amendment rights. Right. And if period. you go and watch it, you can see him actually talking about it. And this is what's so dangerous. You can see him talking about the Australian buyback. And he yeah. doesn't fill his audience in on the fact that it's mandatory. That right. is an outright gun ban. And the real danger here is, you know, everyone, Rachel Maddow, people say, well, why don't you take I don't have a problem with Rachel Maddow because people know where, where she lines up. Mm -hmm. Some people... Namely, when we're talking about CNN, people in airports who've apparently had their oh eyes gosh. duct taped open, because that's the viewership we're talking about here. <laughs> yep. They don't necessarily know that yeah. Cuomo is biased, right? So this guy goes out there and claims yeah. to be an actual journalist, and everything that we've just heard is a narrative that he's allowed to frame. That he goes out there and he decides what information, or at least at one point, right? And that's why these people, CNN, NBC, Universal, Viacom, all of these companies want to make sure their show like this doesn't exist, because at one point in time, all you had was Chris Cuomo. Yeah. You think Walter Cronkite oh, was any better? He was better at disguising it a little bit. Yeah. But that's what he's doing here. And in case in point, he wants to determine how you view the news. And not only how you view it, but ultimately what kind of speech is permissible. Which brings me to, we don't have a video clip, but I think this is the worst thing that Cuomo's <laughs> ever done. And again, this goes to him trying to manipulate and control news. And I'm not talking about some, some government, government form of my control. And I got heart. I got blood <laughs> pumping through my heart. I'm a human. I'm just saying this is a form <laughs> of propaganda. Oh, Alex Jones. Yeah. By the way, a whole exclusive Alex Jones interview available at Mug Club. Ooh, it's like yeah. a whole hour. It's great. Um, because he wanted to reframe language here in yeah. saying that 12-year-old girls who don't want to see penises in the locker room are bigots. Here you go. Look at that. Oh, I wonder if she oh, has a problem wow. of her overprotective and intolerant dad. Teach tolerance. So there you no. go, because this is Chris no. Cuomo, right? And his job, he thinks <laughs> no. that every, he, he thinks it's his job to make sure that you know if you don't follow his brand of tolerance that you shouldn't have a seat at the table of Western civilization. That your daughter is intolerant because she doesn't want to see someone's pecker right at face level yeah, with right. her permeable contacts right at the. I mean, it's just it's it's <laughs> remarkable to me. Semi-permeable, totally fine. No, don't take the. She's not about the magnetic no. lock. It takes 800 pounds of pressure to open, Omar. Yeah, let's just let's go. We have no, razor fists coming up. I don't want to hear her anymore. Open your mind. Let us begin our quest to find a new sound. 
To see this clip and more behind the scene action, check out our new YouTube channel, Crowder Bits. I think you meant to say behind the scenes, but because you're Asian, you have problems with plurals. Of course, for, uh, don't forget Mug Club for those who uh, haven't yet joined. That's what allows us to keep half Asian lawyer Bill Richmond on retainer. I'm expensives. People have a right to think he actually committed suicide. People have a right to think that he was murdered. But, but the evidence points towards murder. We know that all the default protections were turned off, that people heard screaming and yelling and shouting, breathe, breathe, Epstein. And then he told friends they're trying to kill me. Over the telephone, they're trying to kill me. You got to get me out of here. I'm not going to commit suicide. I didn't try to commit suicide. It's like a string on a sweater. You pull that string out on that sweater and the whole thing can unravel. You rightfully explained that most people get recruited by evil because it's a hot secretary. And that's actually how most Satanists recruit people. And that's how it begins. But the way it's been described to me is it's circles of corruption. They have all the information. They know where the bodies are buried. They had underground dungeons, underground passages. Are, are you saying you think that Epstein would have been involved with like actual human sacrifices at satanic rituals? Absolutely. Um, what a complete disaster. Excuse me, did you just blow in from dressed like a spazville? How do you walk around looking like that? Ah yes, there you go. Now you're ready to fight the man in style. Louder with Crowder merch makes these two slobs look better. Get your Louder with Crowder gear at louderwithcrowdershop.com and cover your disgusting body. You know, thinking in the wake of, and we'll be discussing the recent shootings uh, with Sadly. our next guest, yeah. this is a stick-up song might be inappropriate. Some could say... When I, th when I think about it. Maybe it was a bad choice. Yeah. I'm not too affected by it. Honestly, like I, f I feel like I should, I should feel more distraught than I am. <laughs> I often feel that way. I don't You're know if that makes me a sociopath. Uh, our next guest, uh, very excited to have him back on. It's been a while. Yeah. I think he's a little bit of a cold because I just was talking to him uh, during the break here. But you know him on the Twitter. You follow him at RazorFist with an O. With a zero. zero. Not a, well, zero. See, it's funny. I say O for the number zero if I'm doing a number. Zero. In my head, I was thinking the number. And this is off hey. to a bad start. Uh, the Rageaholic is a YouTube channel, and he actually has a new website, or at least since we last had him on. It's the-rageaholic.tumblr.com, uh, oh, which, of course, he's just uh, married to horrible names that are unsearchable, go. I guess. Mr. Fist, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm fantastic, as long as you don't start using the word Zed. Uh, yes. There. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Did I tell you that I got kicked out of class in Canada for saying that it was Z? <laughs> really? Yep. I, I I remember. And actually, she it became the principal later on of my grade school. So lucky for me. Uh, she was my teacher originally. And she said, it's Zed. I said, no, it's Z. Mrs. Mesher was her name. I said, no, it's Zed. Uh, it's Z. She goes, it's Zed. I said, okay. And I walked her through the entire ABCs. I said, Mrs. Mesher, let's go through this. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, and Z. Is that the most retarded thing you've ever heard? Yeah, and then of course, and then of course, you apologized, and they let you be Canadian again. Yes, pretty much. No, I did not. I did not apologize. I was also kicked out of uh, my class with Mrs. Lake for stating that there were fifty states. She claimed there were fifty-two. <laughs> People watch don't know this. She said, "Ah, ah, ah." She said, "Don't forget Hawaii and Alaska." And I responded, "I swear to you, word for word, ah, 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 including them. There's fifty states." And she kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So she took Obama geography. Gotcha. Yes, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> Although she just got it wrong too because she didn't round up to 57, I think was his quote. So, um, right. Mr. Fist, uh, thank you for, for being here. So, I wanted to talk with you. I know last week it kind of ended up being in shuffle and, and Representative Dan Crenshaw was on. But obviously, I wanted to have right. you on because, in the wake of the shootings, and we'll get to Epstein because I'm sure you have some good uh, material there. Um, <laughs> I was disappointed to see those on the right, including people in the Trump administration, try to blame it on violent video games. It felt like we were going back to the era of Tipper Gore. W what were your thoughts on this? Yeah, well, it's it's kind of like clockwork at this point. You've always got every single time one of these happens, it's time to play the video blame game. 
Right. You know, you had the Jap Thompsons back in the day, and then the villagers with pitchforks and torches ran him out of town. But like I said, like I said earlier this week, like what what does it say about our society that our default position after any given tragedy is to blame either semi-automatics or Super Mario? Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's one of those two things. There's no there's no middle ground, and and now we're pairing the two. You understand, like. If, if video games made your child a murderer or, or made you indeed a child murderer, then, you know, what does that make an arcade? Does that make it Planned Parenthood? Right. Uh, if, yeah. And if video games <laughs> created gun crime, then why are they at their lowest level in, what, 40, 50 years? Yeah, you know I mean? but but uh, but the news and video made games me are feel, selling more than ever. Yeah, but the news made me feel really upset about the recent shooting. So I think we should disregard the statistics and uh, blame the uh, wildly offensive Italian stereotypes as it relates to Italian plumbers. Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> the Fredos, if you will. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if Chris Cuomo would have been just as mad if you called him Mario. I probably would have. That's it. Would have been great. That's like the N word to us, buddy. I'm not entirely I'll sure. I'll throw you right down these stairs. You'd prefer Luigi, Luigi's Mansion? All right, that's Fredo. Okay. Fredo. I, by the way, like anyone else picking up on the fact that like. Democrats are a little hazy on whether or not Italians are actually minorities. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like when, when Rudolph Giuliani is standing on a stage with 12 other dudes, you know, he's the whitest guy ever. Right. But, you know, Chris Cuomo, who looks whiter than a porn star's ass, he said, oh, you know, he's Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. Yes, pretty yeah. much. And even then, I'm not sure if he's a minority. I, I don't know exactly who or what constitutes a minority. I have to go by who's champion in boxing. So if there are no Italian champions uh -huh. in boxing anymore, they can't be that much of an underdog. It's the secret. Right. It's the secret. No, exactly. No, but historically, that's true. We had, the, we had uh, obviously, Italians. We had the Irish. And actually, combat yep. sports are a great indicator of people because it's kind of an individual sport that doesn't cost a lot of money. And then, um, you know, the blacks found it, and so we lost that one. Yeah, took it over. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but return to return to the issue. Yes, like, video games. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. No, like gun control. The the problem, of course, is invariably that the solution either way is control. Right. Right. Because we're talking about this issue, and it's not coincidental that you know your front runner, heaven help us all, is Joe Biden, and he, 2013 or so, he had video game violence panels. Right. He was going to regulate video games, and then. The angry mob shouted him down. I mean, at the end of the day, if gun control was a solution, shouldn't Los Angeles be like a Star Trek space commie utopia by now? <laughs> yeah. Like, like last I checked, Los Angeles is the only city where a particle warning comes in 45 caliber. California leads the country in mass shootings, never mind gun crime. And guns are the only thing they hate more than the middle class. Yes, but if you, you saw know? Predator 2, we have that to look forward to. <laughs> Right. Why do you think everyone's leaving the state? You know, California. I was just out, you know, yesterday driving around, and I literally play the Count the California license plate game. Yeah. You know, California state bird is a swarm of locusts. Yes. They, just, <laughs> they move to all the neighboring states and immediately set about ruining it. They absolutely know. ruin it. Uh, my question, though, I, I guess, too, were you particularly disappointed that you saw it coming, that we saw it coming from this administration? I mean, we, I, I thought that we were somewhat past this because the left had become, uh, they'd had the monopoly and the pearl clutching and blaming video games. But it seems like now, since they're trying to shift away from firearms, although they are caving a little bit on some, uh, some gun control measures, I was just surprised to see them go to video games. Yeah. I thought we'd put this to bed. Well, no, it doesn't surprise me. Trump's been wrong on this issue for years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, by, between yeah, sure. Biden's video game censorship panels in 2013, you know, Trump's retarded tangent uh, this past <laughs> week, it's just, it's time to accept it. Blaming Super Metroid for mass shootings, it's not a Republican thing. It's not a Democrat thing. It's a boomer thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a baby boomer thing. And if Social Security, ska music, and The View have taught us anything, it's that boomers were a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that you can lay uh, ska at their feet. I feel like that was something a little bit more. We're, we're talking the original ska. Okay. We're, we're talking like OG, not, not Brian, 90s. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, also, I'd toss Bruce Springsteen in there. Okay. For me, he just mm, ruins fair. Christmas. Every time I fair. hear that guy, he's not a stylist. He fair. just has no talent. <laughs> Have you ever, and this is scrubbed, by the way. While we're, we've been talking about yeah, YouTube censorship, I remember my first show ever, I w did this whole rant on, uh, on Bruce Springsteen. So it was close to Christmas time when it was in Detroit or Ann Arbor, and uh, 
I found an old interview of Bruce Springsteen, and it's kind of like Al Pacino, where he had Serpico. You know, you go back as original. He was talking like this, but listen, what am I going to do, officer? And now he's talking like this. It was the same thing with Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> he sounded like a young Ralph Macchio. And now all of these interviews are gone. He was sitting there talking like this about, uh, you know, the theory of music, and now he has his omnibus. <laughs> and nothing about him is genuine. Uh, sorry, this had nothing to do with our interview. No, <laughs> he's not a fan. Well, he's the he's the kind of guy who gets a tailored blue collar. You know what I mean? Like yes. how how many uh, millions does this guy have? He's still selling that I'm the boss thing. Yes, exactly. Are you freaking kidding me? It was like John Edwards. They say, "Who are you wearing?" And Versace would tell him, "Fade J C Penny," and uh, <laughs> he would sew it into the back of his suit. All right, uh, we'll move on to something else that uh, you know we have less factual information. Actually, we, we have a ton of factual information, but uh, let's get a little conspiratorial. Epstein. Yeah. You think the Clintons put a hit on him? What do you think here? A <laughs> poll just came out, I think from Rasmussen, that the majority of people, or plurality of Americans, yeah. don't think he killed himself. Yeah, I mean, I mean, first off, before before we move on to the conspiracy, you you have to, at the end of the day, say, you know, you have to celebrate it at the end of the day. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. This is not a guy that we wanted to remain alive, even though we would have appreciated the information he could have proffered. Right. So, uh, you know, let's have a quick ding dong, the diddler's dead. But <laughs> I mean, at the end, <laughs> seriously, come on. No, he is a pedophile. He had a diddle, he had a diddle island. Yeah. Right. He did, di he did diddler warm-ups. Like he had a whole routine. It was like a sun salutation on the wall. Who knew, who knew Suicide Watch involved uh, popcorn and hoagies? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, who, that's the thing. Like, really, the, the extant question is, like, was he murdered or did he just... And, and I think this is probably more likely. I mean, the guy's got $1.5 billion. Christ knows where it came from. They right, still right. don't know. But he's got $1.5 billion. Is it more likely that he paid off a guard and was like, hey, like, smuggle me a shiv or something? Of course, he hanged himself or whatever. But, you know, yeah. smuggle me some bull rope, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, it seems slightly more likely that might be the case. But maybe but, I think the intent matters because I, I think the records right. of his recent conversations, if this is a guy who was really intent on blowing the lid off, on revealing who was behind this, on sort of burning the whole ship down, that's a guy who wouldn't kill himself in that cell if you handed him a shift now if it's someone who really felt defeated and wanted to check you know wanted to clock out then yeah that's more likely and that should be pretty easy to find that info no exactly i the, the thing that alarmed me was i don't know if you heard this yesterday it just came out did you hear they're just now getting around to raiding epstein's little pedo pad there on uh, drilligan's island yeah yeah like, and they're, they're, they're taking away like uh, computers or before and after pictures and videos yeah. just now like way to strike while the iron is frozen my dudes <laughs> Yeah. If, yeah. If the, and by the way, if there's any more stalwart, upstanding organization with an unblemished <laughs> record of being dispassionate and apolitical enough to investigate this ass in the FBI, right? You know, let yeah. them speak now or forever hold their PP dossier. Pretty much. <laughs> I think when they get, there, I think a few people when they're getting there, you know, there's there's just a couple agents calling shotgun on who gets the secret DVDs. Yeah, I was I was saying like I. I don't know about you, but I can't wait to hand over my guns to the same government responsible for guarding Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I think, and by the way, a uh, little known fact, though, the police response time on Pedophile Island, eight minutes, 42 seconds. Wow. I don't know how they did it. Wow. I do not know how they did it. So there still are some, uh, some stalwart uh, yeah. uh, among us. Uh, some white people. Yes, yes, exactly. All right, so um, what is, so you think he just, you think it's more likely that he just, he offed himself and found a way to, to get a guard to I, I think that's probably more likely, but, you know, you, you never know. I do find massively suspicious the fact that his legal team were pushing, they were the ones who pushed really, really hard for him to get off of Suicide Watch, it turns out. And now his lawyers have lawyered up. Right. Wow. <laughs> yes. yes. That's hmm. a little alarming. Yeah, exactly. Their one, their one phone call is to yell out to their partners, Sid! Right. Yeah, I don't need to, I'm not going to waste a quarter here. Uh, I think <laughs> well, you know you what know this what is about. Just burn, do you have the paper shredder? Uh, you know what to do. <laughs> right, no. 
exactly. Yeah. I, the guy and, is and just. Wouldn't you know it? Epstein and Cuomo are in the news again. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like I'm at the serious. same time, a different Cuomo, but you know. What do you what do you make of the Cuomo reaction? Because I think, uh, and then we do have to go after this. I think it's a dick move to obviously approach a guy when he's not on air and try and taunt him. And I think Chris Cuomo should obviously have more control over his reactions. And I do love how he turned on out of nowhere oh, the yeah. Goomba Italian. <laughs> that is an insult to our people. Yeah, on, hey, la fungal tonight on uh, <laughs> Cuomo. Yeah, yeah. I I don't understand the Fredo as an ethnic slur. Thing. That's I do. This I do not understand. Then again, I have not seen The Godfather, but I don't understand how Fredo's an ethnic slur unless your first name is Al. I guess I don't know. Did you throw that out just to piss off half the audience? Did you just throw that out because you know the comment <laughs> section is going to go nuts that you haven't seen The Godfather? I can already hear him. I, I know. I, I, I do not care for The Godfather. I did not care for The Godfather. I did, I did not care for The Godfather I'm with either. You. I think Chinatown was a I'm better film, you. even though you know. Then we're back to rape with Polanski. True. It's like you just can't step over. You, you can't step you over can't a win. rapist in Hollywood without stepping on another rapist. <laughs> oh, I think we lost oh, Razor. We lost I think we lost Mr. Fist. I don't know what happened. Did he unplug his? Uh... Hear me? Oh, now we can hear you. Now it's uh, a little too loud. All right, closing thoughts because we 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 lost time here and it's my fault. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I was just saying, I, I, there is absolutely no way in nine nebulous hells that uh, Roman Polanski never stepped foot on that island. At yeah. least once. There's no way. Come on, they're giving him standing ovations at the Oscars, and yeah. nobody can cut this guy a check for a plane ticket. Come on. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the autopilot was just tapping him in. <laughs> right, exactly. And uh, over there at Epstein. All right, we do have to get going. I uh, and I appreciate making the, the time. I know it sounds like you have a cold. Maybe it could just be the the, the cedar uh, pollen. I have no idea. The Twitter is at Razor Zero Ooh, yeah. Fist, and uh, the website is a Tumblr there, the Dash Rageaholic. Uh, of course, the YouTube channel Rageaholic. Mr. Fist, thank you so much, sir. We always love having you on, and uh, be well. I love being on. Thanks for having me. Oh, hey, I'm just here to tell you, frankly, that if you haven't joined Mug Club yet, I don't know what you're waiting for, okay? It's the best, it's the best club around, and I have, that's not my opinion, that's what, they, that's what they say. Everyone says it's the best club, that's what they tell me. Not only do you get access, okay, frankly, to the whole Daily Show, which on YouTube, what you get is not daily, okay? But you also get access to the whole Blaze catalog, and if that's not enough reason for you, it's the perfect gift to piss Trudy off. Okay? Join Buck Club. Big news. And big news. getting b-roll but we just decided to use that because we had it in our database so okay so um that I, made no sense that made no sense i'm sorry i know i'm interrupting you but live on weekdays 6 to 8 p.m eastern don't miss out on the young turks Hey there, time for the one library of the week. Last week we didn't even do one. So not only do we want to thank, of course, our wonderful sponsor, uh, Walther, and all the other sponsors on the show, but mainly Walther because they protect the studios. Of course, for those of you who haven't yet joined, lotofcrowder.com slash mug club. It's 99 annually. I know I've talked about this before. 69 uh, for veterans, students, active military. You get this hand-etched mug. You get the entire Blaze catalog. But you get a lot of content that you don't get here on YouTube. Probably about 75% eh, more content. Like uh, this week, we had a life advice. We had a scrapyard show. We have a full exclusive long-form interview with Alex Jones, a web-extended interview with uh, Razor Fist, Mr. Fist. All of that available where the YouTube lords don't lurk.
ladhousecutter.com slash mug club. That's the, uh, that's the gentleman who was worrying about his headphone cord when he should have been worrying about the Riptide. Oh, yeah. So he's dead. You gotta stay focused when you're out there. You know, these really aren't so much dances as they are pieces. Yeah. It's when more like interpretive dance. Yeah, effectively. It's interpretive dance. It's so. interpretive movement. Mm-hmm. That's what my high school drama teacher told me about. By the way, uh, we have an exclusive web extender, of course, with uh, Razor yeah, Fist do. at Mug Club, and uh, we're gonna be doing that uh, mostly every week here uh, moving forward. Wanted to thank Maximus, the PA, who had to leave. Yes. Uh, we know that a lot of you have seen him on air and really uh, enjoyed him. So we're going to miss him, but he might be back for some sketches every now and then. Love that guy. Um, there's a lot to, uh, to, to talk about. So I don't really know any good way to sort of uh, approach this, this topic, but uh, let's just dive right into it. And hopefully, you know, I can offer some insight here that ends up being helpful to you. But I understand that when I start discussing this topic and I say, well, how does that help me? This sounds pretty exclusive to you. It sounds pretty niche, Stephen. And granted, unless you've actually gotten into a war of words with NBC, Universal, Viacom yourself, and Vox, it may sound like it's out of left field, but stay with me here. So um, (laughs) there's been a rumor uh, or news, I guess, circulating that, that Carlos Maza may have just been fired from Vox. He may have just left. Okay, I don't know, uh, and at the time of this taping, I don't think anybody here knows for sure. Um, Tim Pool did a video on it, and there's an up, uh, article up at uh, The Blaze if you want to read more about it. And I've received some requests to talk about it, um, what I think of it, and there have been a few comments, people saying they're looking forward to the show, my thoughts, blah, 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 blah. Okay, let me tell you something that may surprise you. I, I don't take much pleasure in it. Initially, maybe I thought, okay, that's justice. But if I did, I, I wouldn't even show it publicly because I'm just, I'm generally not a fan of the end zone dance. Now, let me clarify: Am I a fan of Carlos Maza? Of course not. Uh, but, but my war, my fight, our war here, this team, has never been with him. He was a tool used by the real culprit here, which is a giant multi-billion-dollar media conglomerate, and more importantly, a complicit system that uh, both allows and encourages abuse. And, and Sure, uh, Carlos Maza has been actively pushing to get this channel outright banned. And that's important. Keep in mind, demonetization, which did happen, wasn't enough. They wanted complete banning. Nothing else would suffice. And yeah, listen, that's a scary thing. It was a scary couple of weeks for sure. And that's why it's more important than ever, if you want this show to continue, to join Mug Club, because the channel could be lights out tomorrow. And, you know, we want to stay in touch with you. Who is Carlos Maza, really, if not for the national platform of Vox, or of of Media Matters, I think, before that? Uh, Of of all the national interviews, CNN, other cable news outlets, I don't know exactly where he appeared. All of whom have, by the way, they have a vested interest in truly independent channels like ours being removed from social media. Who who is Carlos Maza, really, without that kind of support. And by the way, they need someone like him because they, they need plausible deniability, right? NBC, they don't want to be seen as a company uh, whose complaints resulted in thousands of channels, independent channels, being demonetized. That's bad PR. And by the way, that happened and not just to conservative channels. So what do they do? They found a willing participant in someone like Carlos Maza, who they could portray as a victim and they could have do their bidding for them. And to a degree, it was successful. Yep, we were demonetized here. But they weren't successful in their end game which was to continue a stranglehold on the market of information. We're still here. And when the public backlash became to be too much, they wanted to retreat. That's what happened with Vox, NBC. And so for them, Carlos Maza had served his purpose. They, frankly, they, they used him. And now it seems like they might be disposing of him. And I think that's sad. Um, listen, I, I do want to be clear. I'll protect what's mine, my team, people here, and any, any person trying to rip it away, absolutely. I will protect it tooth and nail. But I never want to see a person destitute or devoid of prospects. Well, let me paint this for you. What would be the ideal scenario? The ideal scenario would be for 
any totalitarian social justice warrior, right, to see moments like this as life lessons and for them to maybe recalibrate and find joy and fulfillment in something other than trying to silence voices of dissent with whom they disagree. And I think it's pretty clear that, that Carlos Maza hasn't been very happy, he said as much on Twitter, and I genuinely don't think it's possible to be a happy person when your life's focus is entirely about someone else and what bothers you about them. So two important things here that I think apply to everyone, um, any of you out there listening. Hopefully this helps. You can learn from our saga. Um, that's, uh, this is all a life lesson in and of itself. I've talked about it before. One of the greatest things that you can do to live the happy, fulfilling life that you're looking for is stop focusing on what everyone, everyone around you is doing. Okay, stop focusing on what someone else is doing. Start focusing on what you need to be doing, your abilities, your calling. That's huge. Number two, please, to anyone watching, listening right now, as news emerges, I just ask you kindly, don't end zone dance. Okay, whatever it is, don't send any mocking tweets to Carlos. Don't rub it in. When we're fighting NBC, I think it's NBC Viacom and Disney Universal. So NBC Viacom is yeah. Vox and Disney Universal. Yeah. It's hard because they all just merge. Where, are the, people, where are the people who complain about corporations and monopolies right. when it happens here. Right. So and either it's NBC Universal or Disney Universal, NBC Viacom, NBC Vox, right? $2 billion company. When we're fighting NBC Vox, we're punching up. And that's not only acceptable, but I believe in many cases morally imperative. But when you knock an individual off the leaderboard, you don't keep pummeling them. Okay, and this is, you got to respect the tap. And I'm not saying that anyone here is tapped up, but you just don't keep pounding somebody who you've knocked off the leaderboard. There's no reason to do that for a few reasons. For one, um, it's always prudent to give someone an out. You don't want to back someone against a wall and create desperation where they sit like Count of Monte Cristo, seeking, seeking year, laying low for 30 years, and then they become your count. Edmund Dante, he pulled one over. That's what... I bet you Chris Cuomo would be, he would, he would follow that one. He would, he would have a problem with Edmund Duntess. Is it Duntess? Was it there? Audio Wade, you read books. I don't read that one. Yeah. Never read Count of Monte Cristo? No. Here's every single one. obscure it's like, book. It's like 1,200 pages. Really? Yeah. No. So let it be known that he can't read long books. <laughs> His cutoff is 1,199. <laughs> For him, it's got to be really worth it. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, you always want to give somebody an out at any point in life. Anyone is your adversary. Once you win, you don't want to keep driving it in because nothing good can come of it. More importantly, it's just the right thing to do. For the same reason that we don't just host random people or any Twitter handle with an egg, you don't pile on and continue to pummel someone after the bell. That's something a bully does. And if we'd be, if we'd be doing that, we'd be turning into the very false accusation that was lobbed against us in the first place. And by the way, it's not just about public perception of you being a bully. But this is as much about you and your own fulfillment in life, your quiet time. You're not going to get anywhere in life by punching down. You just become complacent. So if you've entered the fray and you've decided that you're going to punch, you're going to be in the fight, you're going to be a puncher, punch up. At the very least, your focus is on something bigger and greater than yourself. So, yeah, listen, I want to be clear. When we pass the Young Turks and viewership and subscribership, we're going to do a live stream party. Oh, we're yeah. going to live stream that shit. Mm. We'll make oh, it a yeah. whole event. But Could once it's done... We didn't get $20 million from foreign <laughs> caliphate, so that'll be a big victory for us. Once yeah. it's done, though, don't expect me to don the Chank outfit anymore. But do expect the network um, to whom, by the way, but they, they don't mention my name, so do expect the network, TYT, basically my name is the one that shan't be spoken, to change tact a little bit and start gunning for us a whole lot more once we pass them. Guess what? I don't care. And since we've started this show, we've said, you know what? Um, we don't know the ceiling. Right? We're aiming for Kimmel numbers, Fallon numbers. This is a late-night show. We've talked about that, the Colbert's of the world. If we're going to provide a late-night alternative, we want it to be on par. We're not, we're not there yet, not necessarily even close, but we have a target, and that's what we'll be aiming for. So until that happens, until the behemoths, they've stopped trying to remove the smaller guys rather than compete, um, and that is what's happening. It's big guys trying to remove smaller guys because they don't want to compete in an honest playing field. Until that happens, the war rages on. Until the playing field is level, we're not stopping. And you know what? I think we've all accepted here that we'll never be getting favorable treatment from the tech giants. Some could argue it's actually been quite unfavorable. Uh, and so we're just going to have to make our case so strongly, the reach and influence and the quality so undeniable that we're heard. There is no other way. And until that happens, I think everyone here, I say this pretty, pretty confidently, we're marching forward. And I'm truly grateful because I can't think of anyone else uh, outside of my team here. And by the way, you, uh, with whom I'd rather storm the castle. But listen, I know we're all uh, passionate. I know we all want to storm the castle. I understand. Do your due diligence. Be prudent but leave the bodies. 
don't hoist them up because everyone knows where they lay. We don't need to make a show of it. All right, I'll see you next week. Appreciate it.